This month, TribCast is focusing on mental health issues in the La Crosse area. And according to the National Alliance on Mental Health, about one in five adults in the United States suffer from mental illness each year. If you or someone you know needs help, don't hesitate to call 911-211 or dial 608-784-4357. Welcome to TribCast, the flagship podcast of the La Crosse Tribune. I'm Digital News Editor Scott Rada, and we're joined today by Avery Schott, who is a lieutenant with La Crosse Police Department. She works in the Professional Standards and Community Services Department. Thanks for joining us. Thanks for having me. We've talked about this a little before the show, and we're happy to have you talk a little bit more today. Last time you were here at the paper, you talked about something called mental health first aid and you're one of the trainers in this. Can you tell a little bit uh, to people who are listening today why that's so important for the police department? So uh, we have mental health first aid program. There's two of us on our department that are trained to train the program. Um, all of the officers went through mental health first aid. It's a national program training. It's an eight-hour training in February during our in-service. And they learned about it because it gives them the tools and the resources to recognize signs and symptoms of people that are living with a mental illness in our community. And it goes without saying that when, you know, not every time you interact with people in the community, but many times you're seeing people on far from their best day. And what are some of the things that you've learned from this training to uh, maybe look out for or help people through what can be a real difficult situation? Sure. I think what it does is it gives us some more building blocks, tools on our tool belt, resources to add to the other trainings that we've had. Um, we are, we're getting called to work with people that are in crisis, people that um, are struggling with making a decision, struggling with um, a problem that's going on that they need help with. And it gives us and our officers tools to go out and work with them. And it's interesting, we've all heard at some point in our lives of first aid, and that's when you're thinking of, you know, applying a bandage or, or you know, some of the more physical things. And, and I would imagine that's part of the reason why that name was chosen, because it's just another piece of uh, help that some people need in, in moments of crisis that's really, in some ways, not a whole lot different than a bruised knee or, uh, or, or some other uh, physical ailment. Right. So we looked at it like mental health first aid is like CPR. CPR is to the physical mental health first aid is more to the mental. Um, and it gives us a chance to help each other. Everybody, whether you're a law enforcement officer or a community member, a business owner, a parent, um, a teacher, a nurse, a doctor, wherever it is, we all have stressors, we all have struggles in life, and sometimes we, we need support and we need help. And that's what um, we as officers want to do. We want to be the best that we can be to support each other and the community members we serve. And I would think as an officer who's you know, responding to things like this regularly, in some ways, it's got to. It has to be very helpful to have, like you said, this this tool in your toolkit. You have all sorts of things that can help. But I would think this would be this knowledge has got to make officers in the field much more comfortable about knowing what to do and and the right thing to do. It does. Um, it's just another tool in the tool belt um, for us to use to know and identify um, maybe what signs and symptoms. Maybe it's anxiety. Maybe it's depression. Maybe we have somebody that's. Um, suicidal and it's giving them the tools and resources to recognize those signs and to also be able to identify where in our community to help those people reach out for services. And clearly most 
times, this is not just affecting one person. There's family members, there's neighbors who are also affected by whatever incident it is that you're responding to. Can you talk a little bit about how this mental health first mental health first aid is layered on top of the people around them? Sure. So we know that one in five adults are living with a mental illness. And when you look at like a if you think about a, a disability, whether it be a physical or a mental disability, it can affect a lot of us. And if we look at um, how it affects us, you might have a a physical disability of a lower back pain. And that can be very stressful on the individual and the family as well, because maybe you've got some physical tasks at home that need to be done. But then you look at the mental health side of it, and we can look at depression, or we can look at dementia. And some of those that affect our family members as well, um, you might have somebody suffering with depression that is not able to go through their daily lives, getting out of bed, um, caring for family members, being able to go to work or go to school, it can be very taxing on family, it can be taxing on kids, it can be taxing on employers or, or co-workers as well. Um, so it's a trickle-down effect. And so when you talk about providing help, you're not just providing help for the person in crisis, but also for the people around those people in crisis? Yes, so what Mental Health First Aid is meant to do is reach out also to the community members and say, here are some resources in the community, here's a place that you can call for some support, let's do this together. I can help you do this and we can make the call together. So it's not just a law enforcement training tool, but it's a community training tool. And as one of the trainers, you've been working with your fellow officers at the La Crosse Police Department with this. What would you say has been the response from people during the training and after the training? I think it's a positive one. Um, I think officers are always looking for more resources and to better themselves um, because they're in the field to help people and to help us have a healthy community. And so we have to work together. And so this program allows us to work with other agencies, organizations, members of our community to assist everybody. And you've been with the department for 19 years and not to say that this was not at all talked about when you began. It's certainly much more front and center recently. Do you have any sense why the change or what made this, you know, uh, kind of top of mind for people, you know, in the last couple of years? I think, you know, when I started 19 years ago, we handled people in crisis very differently than we do now. Um, now we're recognizing that, you know, people can be very successful and live with a mental illness and we need to provide those resources for them. We know that it also affects children. And so for us to be able to find out the, the whys of what is going on and then to help them be successful in their lives is what we wanna do. That's, that's the main focus for law enforcement and for I think community members in general is how do we help one another be the best that we can be. And it's interesting, I think there's probably people who would hear what you just say and, and, and think, gosh, that makes me think of police officers in a different light because, you know, if I think if you went out in the community and say, what's the role of police officers? Well, it's to arrest people and put them in jail. And, and we all agreed that sometimes that's what you got to do. But your, your, your mission in some ways is a lot broader than just that. It is. Um, you're right. That is sometimes we do have to arrest people. But if you ask an officer, that's not their favorite thing to do. We wear a lot of different hats and we're problem solvers and we're there to find out what what is the problem at hand, but also mental health um, sometimes is a underlying factor of what's going on and why we're called to it. So if we can step back and say, what caused 
us to come today? What caused this issue today in this person's life that created the, the problem at hand? Um, a lot of the times we can go back and find out that maybe there was a mental illness on board and if we can address that and we can work together moving forward, hopefully we're not coming back um, because of a, an immediate problem, but we're coming back to just support one another. And do you, do you get a sense too that because of that, and I don't want to say that focus hasn't always been there because I'm sure you know, when you first started, there was some of that. But do you get a sense, too, that that problem-solving set of skills that you just talked about maybe attracts a different kind of person into law enforcement than maybe it did 20, 30 years ago? I think a lot of it falls around stigma. And I think when I started 19 years ago, stigma was a big piece. You didn't talk about it. It was an embarrassment if you had somebody living with or, or um, in crisis. And so they maybe didn't call us or as officers we didn't talk about all these different programs that we have to say hey we're here to help you we're not here to just arrest you and lock you up and we know that somebody living with a mental illness being in jail um, is not not the place they need to be there's other services out there to help them and just like some employers or organizations bring in people to do training for what i'll call traditional first aid mm -hmm. this is just something now that's available in addition to that Correct, yes. And if people were, if somebody's listening and saying, gosh, I'd like to learn more about that, what's the best way for them or who should they contact? They can certainly contact me at the police department and I can put them in contact with, with where we need to go. We've got organizations such as Better Together in the community that offers up um, support and help with providing the trainings. So if somebody contacts you and you can sort of, in effect, triage the situation and say, hey, here's the best place or a person in the community who can help provide the training uh, that your organization might need. Correct. And again, we should remind people when you're calling the police department about this, that is not an emergency. There's the non-emergency number is the best yes. way to reach. Correct. Okay. And that or, number is? Yep. You can call the non-emergency number at 785-5962 and ask for me, or you can call Professional Standards Community Services, which is 789-7240. Well, we certainly hope that this is something that uh, in, is, is spread around the community, as I'm sure you do too, and this message of mental health first aid becomes just as common, as you said, like learning CPR or how to treat other uh, more traditional first aid methods, and we really appreciate you sharing some of your tips with us and all the good work you do in our community. Thank you. Thanks for allowing us to come in.